Welcome to the Data Scientist Podcast with Dr. Stylianos Kabakis. Dr. Kabakis is a data scientist, statistician, and blockchain expert with a mission to educate the public about the wonderful capabilities of technologies like AI, data science, and DLTs. These technologies have the potential to transform the world, the economy, and our lives. However, there is too much misinformation around tech, and so most people are just confused about what is true and what is not. Whether you are a CEO, an entrepreneur, or just an enthusiast, the Data Scientist Podcast helps you separate reality from hype. Hi, everyone. In today's episode, I'm going to be discussing whether blockchain and distributed ledger technologies, more general, are useful for anything in the real world. Those of you who have been following my work uh, will have noticed that I'm also very active in the blockchain space. I am a member of University College London's Blockchain Centre and I've done work in different areas including tokenomics and supply chains. One of the things that I discuss quite often is whether blockchain and DLTs are really needed, are really useful or whether it's simply one of those uh, technologies that uh, pretty much does the same thing as older technologies, but it just sounds fancier. So, I mean, it's no surprise I find myself in, in these sort of conversations for two reasons. First of all, uh, blockchain has been indeed used, you know, it has been promoted in the wrong way for various applications. So quite often part of this criticism is totally justified, so that's one. But secondly, it also has to do with technology itself. I mean, in technology, it's a hype-driven uh, type of business, right? So every few years, there's some kind of new technology and everyone tries to convince everyone else that they need to adopt it. I mean, the first example that springs to mind are NoSQL databases. When big data came out as a term, and suddenly many NoSQL vendors showed up that, and that they were trying to convince us uh, that their solution, their database is the best one. This is the solution that we need to use, otherwise we're missing out. And in reality, quite often, you could do the same thing by simply using a centralized database. So blockchain is not different, right? So there are many cases where blockchain has been promoted, but it's not really needed. And there are other cases where blockchain can work wonders. So talking about the cases where blockchain can work wonders, I'm a firm believer that blockchain is very is going to be very useful in anything relating to government, in all those cases where trust is an issue. So taxation is a very good example. I believe that society would benefit at large if taxation, if the taxation system was implemented on blockchain. This might sound a bit like a far-fetched idea, given the complexity of existing systems. And I mean, it might be, right? I'm not suggesting that governments will adopt blockchain solutions for taxation overnight. But the benefits are clear. Imagine if, for example, all receipts would sit on a blockchain. It would be very easy to basically check consumption, it would be very difficult to commit fraud, it would help make societies totally cash-free, and this is just the beginning. And also in IDs, I know that UNESCO has a 
funded a project for a digital identity on the blockchain in order to help victims of human trafficking that do not have an ID. So that's another very good application of blockchain. I mean, why can't we have some sort of global ID, let's say? Obviously, right now, politics on a global scale are somewhat fragmented, but let's say on an international scale, why can't, for example, the European, European Union issue a blockchain-based European ID? And also another great example where DLTs can be applied with relation to government, another great example is the land registries. So land registries are very complicated and in developing countries where the system has not been digitized yet, uh, you get all sorts of issues. Yeah, you can get all sorts of issues. And it makes like and like when you look into land registries, this looks like the type of problem that was created for a distributed ledger. And that's why uh, the government of Cyprus is right now investing in developing a blockchain so that it can upload the whole land registry for the whole country there. I would argue that if a country does not have a centralized digital land registry yet, which obviously this applies only to developing countries, then the country would benefit a lot if it could actually implement a land registry on a blockchain straight away instead of going through a centralized database first. So these are some potential applications, but again, that, that's around government. Some of the things we've seen are, are around provenance, for example, provenance of luxury items, provenance in art. Uh, that's another interesting blockchain case study. We also saw the creation of some new business models like crypto collectibles, crypto kitties being a prominent example. So in CryptoKitties is a game where, you know, you own unique kitties, like they are cartoon-like characters, and each kitty has a DNA, a unique signature, and a unique look tied to the signature. And your ownership of this kitty is, very, is, on, is on blockchain, like anyone can verify that you are indeed the, the owner of this crypto kitty. And uh, this, this is a huge business. I mean, I can't recall on top of my head the, the numbers that we're talking about here, but it's a very successful business model. And some other examples besides this one that pop to mind are also marketplaces. So blockchain has clear application in marketplaces. For example, Open Bazaar is a marketplace on blockchain. And as the name implies, it's a completely open, decentralized network. You can sell anything to anyone, but as long as it's legal. So we're not talking about Silk Road or anything like that here. And some other interesting companies in this area are Module Trade, which Module Trade uses smart contracts in order to, for the contracts to, uh, to act as an escrow for small businesses that have issues with financing. And also Inc. Protocol. Inc. Protocol lets uh, traders uh, build their reputation in one marketplace and then transfer this reputation to another marketplace. Yeah. So you see, these are, these are some very smart solutions and they're like com completely different to each other, right? So uh, Open Bazaar, which is a marketplace, is different to Inc. Protocol, which uh, lets someone build up their reputation and then move it from one place to the other. But they're all based on blockchain and they're real businesses and they're doing quite well, which definitely proves that distributed ledgers, they have their own 
you know, they have their own uses in, in society. And talking about actual societal uses, another great example of where blockchain can be used for the social good is Poseidon. So Poseidon, Poseidon.echo is a blockchain business that is using blockchain in order to record the carbon footprint of different enterprises. And it's a great example of how someone can use blockchain in order to, for ecology, basically. Yeah. So as you can see, I'm not just presented some you know, case studies to you. I'm not going to go into more depth or present more case studies, but the point I'm basically trying to make is that blockchain, yes, there are real use cases out there. So the criticism that, you know, blockchain is useless or DLTs are this or that, I think it mainly comes from what we saw in 2019, in this, sorry, in 2018 around ICOs. I mean, there were many businesses based on tokens that didn't have any value and then the majority of them crashed. And then there was a crash for around the Bitcoin price and Ethereum's price and basically the price of every single cryptocurrency. And I think this has created a very bad reputation in the public for blockchain. But as the technology matures, we see smarter and smarter applications. Yeah. So I argue that while many companies like big companies or like many entrepreneurs might be very quick to say that, yes, you know, you need to use blockchain for this or for that problem, even when you really don't have to. I'd also argue that as the space matures, we started seeing some very innovative ideas. Yeah, from games like CryptoKitties to, you know, to other ideas around social good, for example, human identity for trafficking victims or, for example, you know, for tracking the carbon footprint. So I'd say that overall, the future of distributed ledger technology looks promising. However, I think that for, for me, the greatest future lies in the applications of blockchain in government. But I'm afraid that these are the applications that are going to take a while to develop solely because government is just so slow. Yeah, so I believe that in, in let's say, the next four to five to six to seven years, we're going to see some major changes in efficiency in many different industries. Yeah, from, you know, retail to transportation, to supply chains. And this will be largely based on blockchain. I mean, that's my personal opinion, but I know that there are many other blockchain experts out there that share the same opinion with me. And so anyway, this was, you know, my opinion on, on this matter. I'm obviously going to revisit the topic of distributed ledger technologies and particular applications in future episodes. Let me know if there's anything you'd like to discuss or if you have any questions. Make sure to check out my blog, thedatascientist.com, and I hope to see you again soon. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Make sure to visit thedatascientist.com for more content about data science, AI, and blockchain.